because God is putting his word into my heart. And I'm saying, you know what? If God can love me like that, why I can't love me like that? And what happened is that your God began to love on you so much, you began to see yourself the way God sees you, man. Welcome back, everyone, to That Christian in Recovery podcast. And I'm your host, Vernon L. And this is that podcast where we talk about life's problems. And we also talk about the solution to those problems. But if we don't know the solution, we talk about our role in the problem. Because I do believe that everyone is recovering from something. Yo, check D, man, you are not who you think you are. Many of us grew up in a hostile environment, man, with children was to be seen and not heard where they were taught at and not to, man. If you abuse alcohol, if you abuse drugs nine times out of ten, bro, you grew up in a dysfunctional family and you experienced things that no child should have to experience, man. But I want to welcome y'all to my YouTube channel. And to my podcast, my name is Vernon L. and I'm a certified recovery coach. This episode right here, I want to talk about what took us to the dope. See, a lot of us, man, we we used dope, man. We thought we was having fun, but really deep down inside on a spiritual level, man. Right. We was using drugs to escape our reality. A lot of time we was using drugs because we wanted to fit in. We wanted other people to like us because see in our home, man, we wasn't getting that type of attention in our home, man. We was in survivor mode. We had to survive our environment, man. You are a survivor, bro. Right. I'm talking about we, we, we was with people, man. We was with, we was around people in our homes, man. They was there, but they wasn't there. Right. We had to survive the emotional abuse. We we had to uh, survive a uh, abandoned, being abandoned, man. We had to survive, man, where where uh, what our words, what we wanted to share, how we feel good about ourselves. We wanted to share some of the things that we done in school because see, our teacher told us man, that we were smart. Our teachers told us that they like our work, but we we came home, we showed it to some of our parents, and our parents didn't want to hear it. We see, we recovered from being rejected, man, but you are a survivor, bruh. I want you to get your chin up. I want you to get your, can put your shoulders back, man. I want you to stand tall, bruh. Listen, you are a survivor, man. We did what we had to do in order to survive, man. I want y'all to put in comment if y'all can relate to this next statement, man. Majority of people, man, that's in recovery, man. Majority of people who abuse drugs grew up wishing they were somebody else. Come on, man. Leave me a comment, man. Right? I'm talking about we wish our parents was different, man. Right? There's something wrong, man. 
right? When you grow up in an environment, man, and you you not being all right with being you, man. See, so some of us, man, we some of us don't like God because of it. Because we want we say, man, if there was a God, man, why do why do why do such and such abuse me like this? Why do he come in my room and he touch me like this, man? They can't be a God, man. Why my father don't want to be around me, man? Why my mother always gone? Why listen, man? These are the vi- these are the survivor conditions that we had to go through as children, man. We did what we had to do, but it changed our personality, huh? So now we have to put on this wall, man. Right, right, because the reality was too painful, dog. Reality is painful, man. It's painful, man, when you a kid and you got to take care of your little brother, man. It's painful. That's confusing to a child, man. Shouldn't no child have to grow up and they home have to take care of their little brother because they mother too busy running the streets? Huh? I'm talking about we escape through fantasy, man. Some of us escape through books, bro. Some of us escape trying to try to perform all we wanted to do, man, is to be like all home. So some of us became caretakers. Some of us became silly, man. We we acted real silly. We needed the attention, man. That's the only time we got our attention, man, is when we was acting silly, man. Some of us robbed people and, and stole and act out in, in, in school, man. We weren't really bad, dog. We just, the only way we got our attention, man. Right. Mom paid me attention, man, even though she was arguing at me, even though she whipped me, even though she screamed at me and she cussed me out. She paid me attention. That's all we ever really wanted, man. Huh? Listen, man, but there's hope, bro. There's hope for all of us, man. Right. There's hope for us, man. Right. There's hope for all of us, man. But we have to put in the work gap. We have to be willing to put in the work. I, I'm not going to sit here and tell y'all it's going to be easy because I'll be lying to y'all. I'll be lying to y'all, man. Listen, man, this is what they say, bro. They say over 70 to 80 percent Americans consider their families dysfunctional, dog. Dysfunctional, man. Huh? I'm talking about dysfunction. Can't even can't even love people for who they are. Can't accept people for who they are, man. Why? Because this stuff been. I'm talking about some stuff, man. I'm talking about some generational curse, right? Right? For real. For real. I'm talking about this stuff was passed down from generation to generation, man. Listen, we talked to our parents, bro. They was treated like that too, bro. But see, I'm sharing this with y'all, man, because it's about for us to break the cycle, dog. You feel me? It's time for us to break the cycle, man. We got to start loving on ourselves, man. Right. We got to start to accept ourselves. So, right. We not going to pass to our children how, how we was, how we was treated. Right. Some of us grew up, man. I want y'all to put this in the comment too. Some of us grew up like when I become a parent, come on, man. I know y'all can relate to me. When I become a parent, I'm not going to be like that. Right. And what happened? Yeah. We end up being just like our parents, bro. Come on, man. Alcoholic, drug abuser, inability, bruh, to let go of resentment and anger. This thing been passed down from generation to generation, man. Right? 
But over here, man, I want to tell the whole story. Over here, man, I'm talking about recovery. When I say over here, we over here, we changed the game, man. Right? See, some of y'all feel bad, bruh, because y'all in treatment center. Some of y'all feel bad, bruh, because y'all in recovery. But let me tell y'all, man, about things that ever happened was going to recover. Because, see, there was always something missing with me, man. Y'all, there was always something missing with me, man. Right. I don't care what I achieved in life. There was always something missing. But I'm talking about, man, what the devil meant for bad. But God would flip it and turn it to a blessing. See, if you're in the treatment center right now, that's a blessing. If you're in recovery, you only got one day sober, one day clean. That's a blessing, man. Right. Because, see, recovery is a God given program. Right. But it's designed to help you find out who you really are, man. See, you came into to recovery not knowing who you really are, man. See, drugs ain't our problem, dog. There's some things that took us to the dope, man. OK. See, in recovery, we learn to come out of survival mode. See, and we do that by working the steps. See, the steps teach us how to come out of survivor mode, man. So I keep telling y'all, the pain ain't in letting go. The pain is in holding on. See, we've been, listen, even though our, our survivor mode growing up in our home, we had to survive, even though there was no good, man. It, it did us no good, man. We want to hold on because there's something about that familiar pain. Right. I would rather hold on to this familiar pain to let go and experience the unknown, man. I'm talking about the illusion of control, right? You know, and that's what we do over here, man. We learn how to let go slowly. We learn how to trust people slowly. Because we really don't, we really don't want to accept the fact that our lives had come to the point that now we in treatment center, man. Now we in and out of out of jail, man. Now we committing crime, man. Now we doing things, bruh. Well, I'm talking about we going to jail, getting DUIs, we doing all these things, but we still want to believe that 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 we better than this, man. And we are, but we got to allow people. To help us, man, we can't recover on our own. God works through people. So when we come to recovery, we have to slowly learn how to trust other people. Step four, man, right? Step four is the process that starts chiseling away of that person that we invented. See, we invented a person, man. When we grew up in our home, we had to build this wall around. I want y'all to imagine and see this wall. Every time my mother rejects us, we, we put bricks and we just stack the bricks up around us and we keep people away from us, man. We don't, we don't want to get hurt no more. You see what I'm saying? Right. But see, but in a, so we keeping people away from us. That's why we have trust issues. We don't want you to really know who I am, man. That's why that's why we abandon people, man. Right. We don't, I don't want you to get to know me because if you get to know me, you might just not like me, man. But in the process, Mo, in our home, we also kept God out, man. See, God worked through people and God worked through people. Our job is to, to allow God to work through us to go to other people. But we don't allow that because.
So we got to let people help us. Right. So in the process of, of, of letting people help us and step full, we find out some things about it, man. This, remember, recovery is a spiritual program. It's spiritual in nature, man. Right. And what happened, what you find out when you start doing the step work, especially step four, you find out you begin to see your assets. OK. You see, cause see, right now, when you we, all we think is we bad people. Majority of people get to recovery. All they can remind themselves, all they can remember is the bad stuff they do. Man, that's all they 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 don't remember the good part, right? They they don't remember. See, they don't know that there was a a person before they start using dope, right? So I want y'all to follow me on this, right? There was a person talking about you before you ever picked up even any dope, right? God put some God-given well, gifts inside of you. Each and every one of us got God-given gifts, right? We had them back then, but see, we had dreams, man, back then. Some of us dreamed to be dancers. Some of us dreamed to, to be singers. Some of us dreamed way back then in our homes to be actors and things like that. But it's hard, man, when you're not around people to nourish that. See, now recovery, man, we help knock that stuff down. So now you can become the person that God intended you to be, right? I'm talking about in recovery, bruh, the sky's the limit. So now we got to chisel away from this wall, bruh. Now in the process of chiseling away at this wall, and we go down, we go deeper. We go deeper down, get deeper and down, man, down the side of us to that pain. See, Jesus, man, he went to that pain. Jesus wasn't afraid to go to that pain, man. Listen, think about it, man. He walked to the cross. Huh? There's a reason why, man. He, he, he knew that. He knew what was about to take place, but he did it anyway. Why did he do it? He did it for us. He went to the pain and went through what he went through so we can heal, man. And in order for us to heal over here, we have to go to the pain, man. See, look, man, the pain is inside of you. The, we have to go back to when we was a child and we have to re-experience that, man. But listen, man, remember, there were some three steps before we went to step four, right? For step one, we was powerless. Step two. We came to believe. Uh, step three, we turn our will and our lives over to the care of God. God is with us when we go into this inner child. Why is we going to this inner child, bruh? Because the inner child hold two things. It holds the pain that we have to learn how to let go. And he also is where our true identity is. Listen, man, listen. I'm talking about Matthews 18, 3, 4, it reads. Truly, I tell you, unless you change, listen, yeah, listen, man. There's only one way you're going to change your recovery, bruh. You're going to have to do some work. I told y'all, bruh, it wasn't going to be easy now. But you remember now, God worked through people. He got, he got a fellowship. He got sponsor, therapies, life coaches. Give me a call, right? OK, we got all God put all this, these people in place to help you, bro. Right. Truly, I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, 
whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, man. What is he talking about? Right. He talking about you got to humble yourself. You have to come to a point in your life to say, you know what? My way of doing things bro, just didn't work. My way of doing things got me in jail, boy. My way of doing things got me, listen, got me shot at. My way of doing things got me into treatment center, man. My way of doing things got me to recover. But God don't give up on us, bro. Huh? God never, ever gives up on us, bro. Right? So we have to come to him as little children. How do little children act? Little children are humble. Little children are, are playful. Little children are forgiving. These are all things they teach us in recovery. Little children, watch this, man, depend on their parents. That's why we have so much resentment in us, man. We couldn't depend on our parents, but I'm here to tell you, right? Because I got to tell y'all the truth. Your father, your true parent, come on, man. I'm talking about God, man. And if you have a problem with God, just, man, listen, man, goodly, orderly direction, man. Let's just put it that way, man. We, y'all you know saying, your higher power, whatever you want to call it, man. Your, 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 uh, your nature can be your higher power, man. Lawless is loving and caring, man. Right? So now, now we begin to do the work, bro. We come to them like little children. Right now we do the work. We come like little children. That's where God wants us to be, man. He wants us to humble ourselves and come to him. We don't have to fight no more, man. Right. The, the fight game is over. Right. So what, what happens, man, in the recovery process? I remember one, one Adam, he asked me, he said, V, you always talking about this little child, man. What are I supposed to do with this little child? I say, you're supposed to love him. I say, you're supposed to love him. Watch this, y'all. Like your parents supposed to love you. Right? You're supposed to, what happened in recovery? We become the loving parent that we didn't have coming up in a dysfunctional family. Man, listen, man, I'm trying to help you out, man. Right. I'm trying to give y'all what they gave me, man. I'm talking about this thing work, man, because see what happened was we always we grew up in that dysfunctional family and our parents was critical, man. We couldn't make no mistake. We we couldn't be human. We we couldn't be ourselves, man. So when we grew up, that's the voice that we hear. Huh? Right. Even though other people are telling us that we good, other people tell us that we can be successful, we still hear that critical parent voice that's in our heads. Right? So now God put us in recovery and they start telling us like, look, man, keep coming back. Right? If I can do it, you can do it. If I can change, you can change. We began to hear a loving parent. Now we began to that we we began to get this relationship, right? With the with our higher power, mine is called Jesus. So now I began to read the Bible, and I'm reading the Bible now. I'm beginning to understand that my belief system began to change, bruh. because God is putting His Word into my heart, and I'm saying, you know what? If God can love me like that, why I can't love me like that? And what happened is that your God began to love on you so much, you began to see yourself the way God sees you, man. Okay. So now Ephesians, man, Ephesians 4, 22. Listen, y'all, it's that process that I'm talking about. 
right? I'm talking about knocking that, knocking that brick down, man. That wall that we built, man. God got to come in, man. It's so okay, man. The pain is in holding on. We hold on to our survival mode too long. We hold on to character defects and the things that we had to do in our home and in our streets. Ephesians 4, 22, it reads, you were taught with regard to your former way of life, right? To put off your old self. Follow me out. Which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, right? Right, to put off our old self. What is our old self, y'all? Our old self or our character defects. We have to take it off. It didn't say God was gonna take them off. It say to put off. So in other words, man, when we do the steps, we learn how to let go, right? Because see what happened, we hold on too long, man. We hold on to relationships past its expiration date. We hold on to belief systems that no longer, man, serve its purpose. It served its purpose, man, when we was in our home. It served its purpose when we was on the streets. But over here, man, don't listen, man. It don't work over here. That stuff and attitude we had in the streets, man, it don't work over here in recovery. Right? Ephesians 4, 23, it says to be made new in the attitude of your mind. See, God changed our mind. We get a better perspective on life. We begin to see things differently. You have to realize, man, right? You have to realize addiction, bro. We wore so many masks, we don't even know who we are. See, over in recovery, the mask must go. See, addiction was a veil. That, that was over our eyes, right? We couldn't even see reality if reality smacked us in the face, right? It was a veil over in our eyes, so we couldn't see reality, man. So what happened is recovery began to remove the veil off our eyes, and now we began to have a spiritual awakening. See, we was out there, we was walking around, we was alive, but we was dead. Uh, right. So now we begin to see some things that, and God began to change our minds, man. We begin to get a new attitude, bruh. OK. And then Ephesians 4, 24 reads and to put on new self created to be like, listen, bruh, to created to be like God and true righteousness and holiness, man. In order to be like God, we got to take off the old self. What's the old self, Vernon? Our character defects, our shortcomings. They don't work over here, right? We take them off. But here's one thing about when we take them off, we can pick them back up. See, see, and we, see, we become entirely ready over in step six, right? To have God remove our shortcomings, character defects are our shortcomings, man. Right. So we take it all. We put it right here. But God, see, God don't remove it into step seven. Y'all see where I'm going with this? The step work is what help us find our true identity. Right. So now we put on, let's let say, and to put on new self. What's the new self? The new self or spiritual principle. That's already in us. These spiritual principles, they, they, you know, recovery didn't just find these spiritual principles. These spiritual principles been us, been inside of us all along. Hope is inside of you, bruh. Grace is inside of you. Mercy is inside of you. 
Unconditional love is inside of you. Tolerance is inside of you, right? Everything that you need in order to survive in this world is already in you, bruh. Right. Nothing outside of you can do what's inside of you. Greater is the one that's in you, bro. And then the one that's in the world, man, it's already in you. Bro. It's already there, man. But see what you have to do. You have to come to believe it.